going to do, we're going to have something that is very special this weekend. I want to tell you why. I began to pray many years ago. And uh, my prayer was, Lord, why wouldn't you move in Canada as you move in another nations? And why is it that uh, the people that come from uh, all these uh, fired up countries as well, when they come here, they become cold spiritually too? Have you ever asked that question? So I began to ask God, and I was maybe looking for an answer that God will say, uh, we're going to have uh, this outpouring of revival. But God showed me the ground itself. There is no problem with uh, the pulling of uh, the presence of God or the power or the fire of God. And God was showing me over the nation of Canada and over the people. As these rains were pulling, the Lord began to show me some things like uh, an umbrella that was pulling on top. You know, the, the rain of heaven was pulling on top of an umbrella, meaning the people were not getting, you know, the rain that was supposed to come. And I began to ask, and this is why uh, I've written that book. And uh, this week, we're going to do three to topics from there. So I began to ask God, what is that? What, what does that mean? Because uh, I know I've, I travel around Canada. I know there are churches that are praying. There are churches that are fasting. There are churches that are teaching the word of God. But what is happening, God? And as, as I began to, 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 to talk with God uh, um, uh, in Saskatchewan then, the, the Lord began to reveal to me. And it was so vividly that uh, he began to show me the ground. The problem is not the seed, the problem is the ground. Now, I thought the ground had to do with uh, our theological uh, uh, background or, or knowing just the word of God or just going to church. And the Lord says, I got no problem. Actually, most Christians can quote the scripture back and forth. But Lord, what is happening? What is going on within our lives that we can't experience the tangible move of God that we see around the world? As I began to have that conversation, and uh, one word that came was uh, unforgiveness. I said, what about unforgiveness? What has got unforgiveness to do with uh, the move of God from moving? And the Lord showed me this. The vessel that has my anointing and yet it has been contaminated by the toxic of hatred, bitterness and unforgiveness can never give what is pure from heaven. I don't know if you caught that. Now, I began to ask then, what is unforgiveness then? That is when I got the answer that unforgiveness is really a setup or a gimmick or a tactic of the enemy to hold people in bondage such that we can have this conference if those spirits are still in us it's impossible to move with God I went further into my discussion and uh, the greatest one was offense in Canada there is a spirit 
of offense and i want my canadian family i'm a canadian this is my adopted home and i want you to understand as i share this i share with all due respect and honor for this land but it's you know insanity is insanity because we are trying to do the same stuff expecting a different result one thing that keeps people away from the church or one thing that keeps us from experiencing the tangible of God or the pure deliverance and freedom in the spirit is the spirit of offense as the Lord began to show me upon this land how offense has consumed the church churches to churches don't get along Christian to Christian don't get along so it led me to go into the Word of God and I'm gonna show you through the scripture as the Lord began to show me now look at this that does not just affect the church because remember the church is only as powerful as the people who are called to be the church so I began now to ask God then uh, uh, God then what is it and then the Lord showed me things over my own personal life it began to show me the schemes and the tactics of the enemy that keeps us in bondage even though we can sing songs as powerful as it was in here but there is some things that are sipped into our foundation if you look at Psalms 11 verse 3 it says uh, if the foundation be destroyed what can the righteous do the enemy has no power because Jesus defeated him on the cross of Calvary sin is not what is stopping people of God from experiencing the tangible of, of power of God why the power of sin and death has been defeated on the cross there is nothing more that we can do to defeat sin and death other than what Jesus has already done then what is keeping us then in bondage offense and as we begin to share this evening and we're gonna go into uh, Sunday my wife she's gonna share a testimony uh, uh, she used to be a Muslim so she's gonna share and uh, tomorrow morning I believe uh, we're gonna look at uh, offense and then we're gonna end up on uh, discussing why forgiveness is such a weapon that dismantles the tactics of the enemy and forgiveness whether you realize it or not keeps us in bondage unforgiveness as the ability to affect your gift and your talent negatively but there is something more to this uh, unforgiveness and uh, forgiveness and offense because you can't just be offended when you are just seated there when somebody said nothing to you so before we understand the depth of forgiveness and understand also inner healing how God is trying to heal our land the Bible says if my people who are called by my name shall do what shall humble themselves and, and do what and pray then I will heal their land there is a land and our land it's not only the land of Canada the, the spiritual land of you and me is the heart Jesus told uh, the Pharisees he says uh, what contaminates man is not what they eat but what comes out of his heart why because the heart is the spiritual engine of our lives words that people speak over your life or words that you have spoken over your life have the ability to paralyze your heart and every 
everything you do whether you are young and you grow up older you find that the words that were spoken to you when you were young have the ability to affect you when you are old until we deal with the real stuff we can fast all we want we can go to the mountains and pray God will come and move but the, the you know the movement of God will disappear in a second why because there is an issue with the heart what kept the children of Israel in the desert was the issue with their heart So let me just give you an owning here. Uh, this will be, uh, and I pray that you are not here by accident. I want you to understand this. And this is not a coincidence. And it's not an accident the man of God would come and ask me to say, come and share on this topic. I've got so many other topics that I would share. And uh, right, uh, the, the last three months, I've been just on this topic, traveling around, sharing on the same topic. And we have seen what God does when the people are unlocked from the shackles of unforgiveness. Sometimes you may not even know unforgiveness has, has sneaked into your heart. Offense has sneaked into your heart. You see, our ability to relate with God or with other people can be affected by the brokenness that we have inside of us. Now, the question again is, what brings that brokenness? Can you just wake up one day and you are mad? Like really mad? Like really upset? Like you just woke up, you are just totally, totally a disaster. Six months straight, a disaster. There got be some words that has been spoken over you that it really brings certain memories to irritate your spirit such that some days you are low, some days you are high. The enemy has no power but he uses the words that has been spoken into our lives to decapitate what God can do. Even our ability to hear the voice of God can be polluted by the words that has been spoken over our lives for many years. Our relationship with leaders or church leaders or, or the church can be also affected by that. So I will be showing you these things here so that you know. Look at uh, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 19. And I just want to tell the guys, uh, the media guys that I did not send in this uh, scripture. It just uh, came as I was studying. Proverbs 18 verse 19. Here is what it says. An offended brother is harder to reach than a fortified city. Look at that. An offended brother is harder to reach than a fortified city. We're trying to reach Canada. But how are you going to reach a, a person who is already offended with the gospel? The children of Israel missed out on the Messiah that they had cried out for because they were offended when he said, I am the Messiah. Offense is a tactic of the enemy that offsets people away from their tracks where they should go with God. Now look at this, an offended brother is harder to reach than a fortified city and uh, quarrels are like the bars of a fortress. Now the enemy knows that he can't take you down by you know heaping uh, 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 guilty over you. He knows he can't decapitate you with that. So what is he gonna do? 
he knows the words just like God uses words to build something the enemy uses words to build something also in our lives some of us here are as a result of what was spoken over our lives I want to give you a quick testimony where I was born I was born in Zambia and in this part of Zambia where I was born nobody does anything actually if you try to do something they're gonna they're gonna tell you to be an arrogant person if you have seen even in the body of Christ today if we are passionate about something or winning soul what do we say words we're gonna say words like you are arrogant or you are proud that's what keeps us where in our place we can't win souls why because words are so powerful and in this place of the world where I was born everybody if you try to do something you try to play soccer they will use a Zambian word called uh, matukutuku matukutuku simply means that uh, you are full of it or you are just all over you just want your way and everything but you got to understand that that word has kept many people in bondage that I know my friends that I know they haven't gone anywhere in life why because those words kept them in church in their place and they never rose to the destiny and the purpose that God called them to do what is keeping people paralyzed in their gift paralyzed in their mission paralyzed in their passion it's not that you don't have a passion everybody in this place has been graced with a special grace to rise up for the kingdom of God but what paralyzes you it's either the words that were spoken to you when you were young or the words that people have spoken to you over the years so what is stopping the church from advancing or what is stopping us from experiencing deliverance is the memories of what has already been established over our lives through the words and as I began to look and uh, even my own family would say the same words I would say things like uh, ma'am I'll change your life I'll change your life I'll make sure you never go without food I'll make sure I clothe you. i make sure I look after you. I would say these things. My, my mom up to now, she tells my wife. Because she is now, she feels really guilty. Because uh, you see, what you speak can be established. Why? Words are seeds. Whatever word drops out of your mouth, they are a seed. And any seed, regardless of the ground, it will grow one time. I come from a bigger family, 10 of us. And I began to look, we were not going anywhere. And I, I don't know, I didn't know I wasn't a Christian then. I didn't know the power of words. And I con con to continued to tell my mother, I'll change your life. I'll get you out of that one bedroom that we all sleep, 10 of us out of there. I'll get you out of there. But imagine I'm speaking all these things coming from a place coming from a place that has got uh, people have never really excelled in life people have never really done anything who are you they'll say what do you think you are that is the first words people will say oh we're praying every day Thursdays who do you think you guys are I remember also when I gave my life to the Lord the first people that really tried to assault the salvation that I'd received were not on the street. There were people who have been in church for a long time and they said things like this. We'll see is just excited for a season. So 
what are we dealing with here before if we know there is so many things that are stopping us it's giving us low you know a desire to do what God wants to do we got to look at the foundation what are things that has been spoken over your life that has established your future right now and established your purposes in life the tongue is one of the smallest part of the body yet it is very very powerful what gets people offended why people have resentment it's either because of the words that was spoken to them or the words that were not spoken to them or action did you know that any action is words expressed even though it's not verbally said so the enemy knows where he's gonna decapitate you it's through the words he knows where it's gonna stop you it's through the words words spoken over a person has the power to crush a person or to build them up many people's many people's lives today many people's gifts many people's uh, desire passion many people's fire has been crushed by words spoken over their lives and some of these things can be traced when you are young you nobody was born a fearful you can't just be born today and say you are scared it's either you watch something that scared you really bad and you grew up with fear one time I was going for prayer at that time I was just a zealous young man in Africa two of us we had no kids and the where our church was it was a mega church it was in the place where you have to pass through a small bush and as I was walking uh, towards uh, I was actually coming from prayer intercession as I was walking back I was attacked badly by three men they pinned me down to the ground took my, 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 my shoes and and, uh, and I love dressing up so they took everything they could took my shoes took my my um, my, my clothes I took my watch took everything and my cell phone I was roughed up my wife can tell you I went I went home got into a, uh, uh, a, a combi a bus I barefooted go to the house my wife is like, what's what happened to you but look at this what that did to me I was a tough kid growing up but that one moment made me paranoid made me fearful and each time I would see three people my my, my, my mind is like a, I got to prepare for battle you see we are not born with fear fear comes along the way as we soldier on nobody was born with low confidence in his life low confidence was planted by words spoken by people to say just stay you have nothing to offer now if you understand the power of the words we we begin you know to see God himself using the creativity and the power of words to create the earth 
if, if, I, if I show you in Psalms 33, Psalms 33 verse 6 to 9 there, you see that by the spoken word of God, the world was created by God. And Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 also says, let there be light and there was light. So God, by just speaking, because there is power in the word. There is power in the word. So God, by just speaking, the world came into existence. Now, guess what? Who also is capitalizing over the power of words? It's the enemy. Curses, cursing you. Or saying stuff over your life. You'll never mount anything. You'll never go anywhere. You'll never do anything like that. But don't make any mistake. Words cannot really affect you. Words have the power really to affect you. So you begin to see that uh, things are declared and decreed in our lives or established whether good or bad through the spoken word of God. Forgiveness as we speak. Forgiveness you can't do it quietly. Inner healing you can't do it quietly. There are things that we need to speak out. You see, certain things that affect our relationship with people is because of what we've gone through. Mistrust comes because of what we've gone through or what we've heard. You've never even experienced that family and then you just heard some stories and already to you they are bad. Hey friends, this is Doc again here. Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. I, I believe and I trust you've been empowered and impacted by the word of God. Hey, listen, God wants to favor you and to show his mercy and grace so that you can do what he has called you to do. God does not just bless us so that we can feel good or look good. He wants to bless us so that we can expand and extend his kingdom. I'm so excited as you continue to watch Kingdom Insight on all the television stations that you are watching you may be in Africa Europe uh, America or Canada I believe God is gonna do something so wonderful in your life but you got to understand this he is favoring you so that you can be all he has called you to be continue to watch kingdom inside God bless you until then Shalom